Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Christopher Price, welcome back to another edition of the Patriots Report. All right, the big news this afternoon, we're recording this on Monday, August 14th, and literally less than an hour ago, Patriots are signing free agent running back, former All-Pro, Zeke Elliott. The deal is for one year and could be worth as much as $6 million. I talked to a league source, someone very close to Zeke, this afternoon, who said it is all incentive-laden. There is very little risk involved in this contract if you're the New England Patriots, which I think is a great move. The other thing that I've heard from this same league source is that the Patriots outbid multiple teams for Zeke Elliott's services. I think those two things are very important to keep in mind here when you're talking about this deal. Zeke is a six foot, 228 pounder. He spent seven seasons in the National Football League, all with the Cowboys. He's rushed for 8,262 yards in his career including a career-high 1,631 as a rookie in 2016. Has a 4.4 yards per carry average. The veteran was released in March. Knee injuries really have been the thing that's held him back, the biggest question mark about his performance the last two seasons. He had a partially torn PCL and a grade 2 MCL sprain last year. He rushed for 876 yards and 12 touchdowns in 15 games, average 15.4 carries a game. Good numbers, but not where he was as a rookie. That being said, this is a guy who should bring a real jolt to the New England offense. This is an offense, specifically a running game. This this running game is really focused around Ramondre Stevenson. And I, you know, I kind of said it tongue in cheek to someone the other day because watching the Patriots running game over the last two weeks in training camp, it, it was all Ramondre Stevenson all of the time. And that at least in part was because they had some health issues. Ty Montgomery couldn't stay healthy. Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, those guys couldn't really distinguish themselves. So there were some questions about the state of this running game. And, you know, I I said this really only tongue-in-cheek, but there are only four running backs in Patriots franchise history who've carried the ball 300 or more times in one season. Curtis Martin in 1995, Corey Dillon in 2004, Curtis Martin in 1986, and Leonard Russell in 1993. Ramondre Stevenson was going to be a part of that group. If he was going to go through... The 2023 season is the lead back without someone like Zeke Elliott around. Now he has a guy like Zeke. It's going to be interesting to see how they end up kind of playing off each other because I I think that there are some really intriguing aspects to Zeke's game that we need to break down here before we go any further. We talked earlier on about how he's really phenomenal work between the tackles, at least in the early stage of his career. Uh, You know, we looked at his rookie year, 1,631 yards. 322 carries, which really stands out. A career-high 322 carries. That's a durable guy. But the thing that I want to talk about here within the context of this conversation is pass-catching abilities. The Patriots have traditionally relied on James White, Shane Vereen, Kevin Falk, Deion Lewis, those types of guys to provide the bulk of the pass-catching out of the backfield. Well, take a look at what Zeke Elliott has done as a pass catcher, and we're not saying that he's the second coming of Darren Sproles here, but he had 47 catches in 2021 with the Cowboys, 52 catches in 2020, 54 catches the year before that, a career-high 77 catches in 2018 with Dallas, 77 catches, 95 targets, 567 yards receiving. Again, 
this is not going to be the second coming of Kevin Falk or Dion Lewis or Shane Vereen or whoever you want to include here. But I think that's going to be a part of his game that they're going to lean on here in Foxborough. Ty Montgomery can't stay healthy. The two kids can't really distinguish themselves uh, and could really at this point now, if you include Zeke Elliott in the conversation, could be fighting for a roster spot. So I think that's one of the important things that Zeke Elliott brings to the table here when you talk about his fit in Foxborough. Now, Ramondre Stevenson, Pat's catching numbers were pretty good too last year. 69 catches, 88 targets, 421 yards out of the backfield with a touchdown. Again, these are two slightly oversized backs. They look better. They're Probably their strength, honestly, is their ability to consistently run between the tackles. But when you look at Zeke and you look at Ramondre, these are two guys who have shown an ability to catch passes out of the backfield. And so I think that figures into the conversation as well. I think that's very important to talk about when you talk about what they bring to the table specific to the New England offense in 2023. I'm excited about this. I think it's great. My experience is I've been following this relationship between this budding relationship between Zeke and the Patriots for about a month now. I know that there's been conversation going back, at least in my experience, since I started covering the team on a regular basis in the first week of July, uh, going back about a month between the two sides. And they were trying to come to some sort of accord on money. There were other teams involved. And when Zeke visited here in July, the visit went very well. The quote from a source close to Zeke Elliott that was given to me was that the visit went, quote, very well. He remained in town for an extra day or so. And so I thought there was the potential to get a deal done in that moment. And as time, more time passed from that moment, I thought the chances were getting less and less and less that he was going to sign here. You know, also given the fact that there are a couple other big name backs out there on the market right now in Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook. So I thought that maybe Fournette was a possibility. Maybe Cook had reentered the picture. Who knows? But they were able to kind of circle back around with each other, make a connection, and they landed on this deal, this one-year deal, as we said before, incentive-laden contract that is really a low-risk deal for New England. But at the same time, like I said, New England was able to outbid multiple teams for Zeke's services. I, I, I don't necessarily think that's a commentary necessarily on Zeke's ability. It could be just the general state of the market these days with what running backs are not getting paid and getting paid or not getting paid for, for that matter. So in the end, I think it's a good deal. I think that there are still questions about the state of the Patriots. I'd like for them to shore up their offensive line, get some of those guys healthy, get Cole strange back in there, get uh, Trent Brown going wire to wire on a continuous basis. We did see him look good today in practice. And I'd also like to know more about the long-term health of Mike Kosicki. Mike Kosicki left practice today, went down in a one-on-one -on -one tackling drill, and came up holding his right arm or shoulder. It was some sort of upper body injury where he left and didn't return. And if he's not part of the, you know, if he's not part of the offense in 2023, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens if Mike Kosicki is going to be missing long-term because that's going to put a lot on the, the shoulders of Hunter Henry. It's also going to put a lot on the shoulders of guys like Scotty Washington and some other, some other backups. And so if New England is going to be able to make it work going forward with the two tight end set, they may have to do it without Kosicki. We'll see. But really the big story of the day today 
was the signing of Zeke Elliott. I also want to talk a little bit about, too, before we finish up here. And I want to play you some sound that we got from uh, the last couple days post-practice that I think you guys would like. Uh, Malik Cunningham, the legend of Malik Cunningham continues to grow. He took five reps at quarterback with a focus coming in the red zone. He jumped into positional drills as a wide receiver. He also worked as a special teams gunner. He had a very good rep as a gunner going in Sean Wade that forced Kayshawn Boutte to make a fair catch. This guy is playing everywhere. This guy is doing just about everything. He is setting up to be the perfect 53rd man on the roster at this point because he can do a little bit of everything, play some offense. He's turning into a gadget guy. I, you know, I, I don't know if his long-term future in New England is strictly as a quarterback, but I, I think he's doing things that we have not seen anyone do around here, maybe since you know Julian Edelman about a decade or so ago. But really, the undrafted rookie does is doing very well to continue to make his case to stick with the team. It'll be interesting to see what the rest of the preseason, I think, holds for him. Great quote here from Matthew Slater. He said, it's awesome to see his willingness, talking specifically about Cunningham here, his willingness to do just about whatever he's been asked to do. In my experience here, those are the Patriots, the guys who will do whatever they're asked. They try and help the team in any way possible. So I don't know if you could get a stronger endorsement than that from a more respected guy in the Patriots locker room than Matthew Slater. Big day here in New England. To wrap up, the addition of Ezekiel Elliott, the injury to Mike Kosicki, and the continued emergence of Malik Cunningham, all stories worth watching. We're going to keep an eye on them for you moving forward. Uh, We are going out to Green Bay. I'm going out to Green Bay with the rest of the Boston Globe team. Uh, Today is, again, Monday, August 14th. I'm going to be leaving Tuesday, August 15th, tomorrow afternoon, joint practices, Wednesday the 16th, Thursday the 17th, a day off on the 18th, and then a game against the Packers on the 19th in Green Bay. I'm very excited. I've never been to Green Bay before. Should be a lot of fun. And then the next week, I go from Green Bay to Tennessee, and then their joint practices with the Tennessee Titans next week, leading up to a game against the Titans. So I'm going to be on the road for a couple of days, but we're going to have the full story for you right here on the Patriots Report, as well as the Boston Globe and bostonglobe.com. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again very, very soon. A couple of weeks ago, you issued a very serious call to your teammates. You know, mm-hmm. time to put up or shut up. And two weeks in, do you feel like you guys are a little bit kind of getting close to where you want to be? I know it's yeah, a long season, know, it's it, a long process, but... Um, I don't like to evaluate, especially at this time of the year. Um, look, I, I think we've gone about the process the right way. Uh, look, I think this next week is going to be huge for our football team. With joint practice with a very good football team, um, we need to take it in stride and uh, try to work towards improving. But we just need to keep our head down. I mean, we just got to keep our head down. It's not time to come up for air, and you know we'll see where it gets us. But uh, you know we got a long ways to go. Matthew, when you think about the Packers just from preparing them for and then playing them last year, what do you think when you know you're going to go practice and see that team this week? A couple characteristics that come to mind. Yeah, man, look, first of all, this is a first-class organization. They do things the right way, and <clears throat> I think they're very well coached in their, their overall approach to the game. And then obviously in the kicking game, uh, there's we have so much respect for uh, Coach Passaccia and the guy, their core guys. I mean, they're, they're as tough to match up with as anyone in the league. So it'll be a great opportunity for us to really work our techniques and schemes. And you know, uh, I'm sure we'll 
both teams will improve a lot throughout the week. Matthew, Mr. Slater, sir, to see a rookie quarterback or a guy who played quarterback in college like Malik Cunningham. He's out here now playing special teams, Gunner. What, what, what have you learned about him? What does it say that he's willing to do something? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, his willingness to kind of just do whatever he's been asked to do. And in my experience here, those are the Patriots, the guys that just do whatever they're asked. They, they try to help the football team in any way possible. And he's certainly been that for, for our team thus far. And, you know, we just encourage him to stay the course, right? I mean, coach is going to make things challenging on all of us. We just got to keep our head down and try to answer the bell. And he certainly has done that thus far, but uh, got a long ways to go. Excited to see some new faces on the other side of the ball this week going out to Green Bay. Uh, yeah, it's actually fun. Uh, it's my first time doing this. Uh, practice with another team during training camp, so uh, it's, uh, I guess it's uh, I'm excited to go out there. You know, new guys since we've been going against each other for the past you know months. How's the progress been from day one of camp now to through practice 13 in your mind of what you're trying to do out there? Oh man, we, a lot of progress, a lot of uh, you know positive days. You know, stacking ahead of us. Um, obviously, as a group, as an offensive group, we've been, you know, we started off, you know, day one, kind of everyone, you know, like training camp vibe, you know, having new guys with us uh, and having the rookies too. But I think where we're at now is we're really, really good. First How about the wide receivers room? First time you've ever done a joint, not the Steelers or Chiefs never did them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the Steelers used to do them. They don't do them no more. Um, Chiefs, I don't think they've done them in the past. And, yeah, it's my first one. So, yeah, it's exciting. What about that wide receivers room? You talked about kind of the team in general as to where you are, but group of wide receivers. Oh, man, the young guys, man. I got to get up to the young guys. Uh, you know, it's not an easy playbook to learn, but these guys are coming in and getting it down. And that's like the biggest thing is, you know, you have the veteran players who's been here. Uh, you have guys that come in that are new to the team, uh, just like myself. And, you know, but, you know, as a rookie coming here and being able to, you know, participate in practice and, you know, be ahead of the game, it's, it's really helpful. So I would say our room is looking really, really nice. We got our first view of it in the preseason opener. What's it been like from your perspective to watch the athleticism of uh, a kid like Cunningham? Oh, man, it's fun, dude. I do. He's uh, electric. Uh, when, when the football is in, 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 his, in his hands, you know, as a quarterback, uh, he's a very dangerous player, um, as you can see, you know, past uh, Thursday night. But, you know, I mean, he's a guy who's been doing it for the, in college. So it's, uh, it's, I guess it's like second nature to him, you know, to do that. I think he's probably more you know, on the, still trying to work on that receiver side, which he's come a long way. You know, when we started OTAs to where we're at now, um, he's doing really well, you know, on both sides of the ball. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.